Hey there, this is Quintessential 2, and I'm back, and this time it is a Grace Anatomy review. Um, this is season 17, and I think this is episode 5, I believe. I think it's episode 5, and it's called Fight the Power. Another very um, powerful episode. We are looking at the varying, the varying dynamics of dealing with the pandemic. We are um, you know, hospital staff and their families and the emotional and mental, um, you could probably look at the same, it, it's taking a toll. It's really taking a toll on them. And, and it's, you know, we're seeing from the perspective of the staff, how they're handling things and dealing with so many patients that are dying so quickly and um, the revisions to just life itself. You know, we have Bailey living in a, a practically living in a hotel. We have her husband who is a firefighter who is pretty much staying at the station. You know, we have um, broken down relationships, you know, Teddy Owen and Karasik, you know, how that just, you know, Teddy, to me, Teddy screwed that all the way up because Teddy could not be honest about her feelings. And she led both men on, in my opinion. But that's a different different day to discuss that whole Teddy situation. We know that Karasik was um, asymptomatic, asymptomatic initially. He tested positive and then... He um, uh, uh, got sick while at home and very, very sick. Um, he had some types of, he, uh, he, he has um, developed uh, uh, um, a lot of symptoms since he's been in, you know, well, actually before he got to the hospital, he comes to the hospital and Owen is, of course, in charge of trauma. He, you know, treats him and, and um, it seems like Karasik was in a very, very negative space. You know, Karasik is... Um, you know, he's got a fever. He is delusional. He doesn't know the day of the week. He's, you know, he's having, um, his brain functions are not, they're not functioning properly. So he's having a lot of problems. And of course, Teddy is caught up in all of that emotionally. Owen is just dealing with it. Like we're going to do the best we can, you know, um, to save him. And I thought it was lights out last week for him. I really thought, I said, oh, Lord, you know, in my last review, I said, Karasik is on his way out the door. Uh, I feel like he's not going to make it. And we still don't know 100% if he's still going to make it. He looks like he's getting better, but we just don't know. Um, he, uh, you know, Teddy is still trying to deal with her feelings with him. She's feeling isolated. A lot of people, the staff, they know about the situation. They know about what happened. They know about the voicemail and all of that. So they're not really being as friendly towards her. And it's really, you know, dealing with the pandemic and also your staff is not trying to, they're not on your side. They see who you, they see you for who you are. That's what that all comes down to. Amelia is called back into the hospital. She's called in to deal with Tom because of a situation going neural, um, dealing with his brain. Um, so 
there's a lesion or something on his brain. Um, so she's called in to, she has been called in by Teddy to come take a look and do a consultation on it. Um, and, you know, when she gets there, she's, you know, does talk to Teddy and Teddy was like, you know, I know you, you have your opinion. And again, you know, she, I felt like Amelia was being cordial. Teddy hasn't really created a lot of friendships. Okay, since she's been at the hospital, she really hasn't forged close relationships with any of the of the staff, period, you know, across the board. She doesn't have that closeness with them. She's like a she's the character that is for the most part on the, her and Karasik both are like on the outside looking in. There's really no friendships there. People are not that close to her. They, 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 they're cordial, but they're not that close to her. And now what happened with between her and, you know, with Karasik and everything, it's just, they say what they have to say as it pertains to any medical issues. Owen's only talking to Teddy as it pertains to the children. That's it. You know, it's really, or something medically, um, you know, medical issue. That's about it. So, you know, Teddy's feeling it. You know, it is what it is. Bailey is on, um, you know, Bailey's parents were brought in. She brought up parents from New York to come live in Seattle in assisted living. And we've heard so many reports about nursing homes as well as assisted living facilities. Um, uh, well, you know, how, you know, the COVID is running rampant with these um, facilities, you know. So her her mom actually was really, really sick and they didn't know it. Now, we also find out that Billy's mom has dementia. So, and no one knew that, you know, no one talked about that because it wasn't something that Bailey made, made known. We are, <clears throat> you know, there's been a surge of cases coming through with these assisted living facilities. Bailey calls um, for her husband, Ben, to go and get her parents out of there as quickly as possible, send them to the hotel that she's staying at because, you know, it's too dangerous for them. And in doing so, um, Ben ends up bringing Bailey's mom in and she is really sick. She's tested, you know, clearly she has COVID. She's having a lot of problems. She is suffering. And it was hard to watch it because, like I said, this is when we find out that, you know, she has dementia. And we also find out that her prognosis is isn't very good. You know, um, they bring her in, they're treating her to the best of their ability. And it's just not looking positive at all. And Bailey's like at a, you know, at this point where she doesn't know what she's going to do. She feels, feels like it's unfair. Her father can't be there at the hospital with his wife. It's horrible. It's it's a horrible experience. And, and, and we, I really felt Bailey's pain there. I felt her, her, you know, like trying to be the surgeon and being the loving daughter and, it's just not a lot they can do. They're dealing with something that they can't do anything about. We also have Joe. Joe is, um, she's in a funk. I, that's the best way I can put it. She's not being positive. She's in this negative space like so many others. And um, she doesn't even want to go to work. She's kind of almost back in depression, but she's not quite there. 
she gets in the, you know, gets back to work and she's dealing with a patient who that last week, you know, the patient was carrying the baby in her liver or close to her liver or something like that. It was an unusual situation, uh, pregnancy. She's had the baby and she's still got some issues going on with her that's causing a lot of problems. Um, I guess her liver is not doing what it's supposed to be doing. And um, the baby is also, I think the baby was delivered early. So the baby's going through some things. And, you know, again, you know, Joe is still not being very optimistic about things. You know, she's just in this, in this negative space and it's hard for her to get out of it. And one of the people, doctors on her team is someone who was actually a top surgeon in Pakistan, but his credentials doesn't carry over in the United States. So he has to go through a complete residency or whatever a program or internship, whatever. He has to start over again as far as not going back through medical school, but his residency has to be repeated. You know, he, he's 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 got to go through his training all over again. And he's still so optimistic. He's still very positive and very grateful. And, you know, and Joe doesn't understand why. Like, you know, she questions his ability to be so open and honest and just so free and just so happy despite what he's dealing with, you know, and, and, and he explains, he said, I was in a situation where I didn't know if I was going to make it to the next day, you know, so to be in this country, yes, I have to start over again, but you know what, at the end of the day, I'm still doing what I love to do and that's practice medicine. So, you know what, Hey, you know, that's what we got, you know, that's what we're dealing with here. Um, Jackson informs Richard that, you know, that his mom is just not adhering to the safety precautions. And a lot of people are dealing with that. This is something else that, um, that they didn't touch on yet, um, at least prior to this. And that is not wearing the mask and being, and, and she's a cancer survivor, okay? So, and she still has part of a cancer cell is still in her body because they couldn't get it all out. Remember when Karassi did the surgery, he wasn't able to remove all of the cancer cells. I think it was on her spine uh, without permanently um, paralyzing her. So she's taking a picture and she doesn't have a mask on and she was in, taking a picture from inside her limo. And Jackson is like, she got to do better. She's being reckless. And we just, she just got to do better than what she's doing right now. If this isn't working, talk to her. You know, he's telling Richard to talk to her about trying to be more cautious and using the safety precautions. And, you know, Richard, to me at first, was kind of like not hearing Jackson at first because he's like, you know what your mom is. You can't never tell anything. But, um, and then he was more, seemed like he was more concerned about Bailey's mom and that whole situation and how people got to take on her service. Um, because Bailey obviously is not able to do anything right now. She's more, she's obviously there for her mom, 100%. So Jackson's like, okay, you know, I don't think Jackson was satisfied with that answer that he gave, but, you know, given the circumstances, he's just going along with it. Um, we didn't see a lot of Meredith. You know, she is doing better, but she hasn't, you know, really been able to talk a whole lot. Um, she understands that she is what treatment she's being given. She she knows that. DeLuca has, you know, he's told her about it. And and, and DeLuca said she she was, re, you know, responsive, 
but not a whole lot. So it's not like marriage is like really 100% bad. Um, Bailey was the majority of the storyline. And, you know, Bailey talks to Maggie and she explains to her, I never told people about my mother's condition. Um, as far as dementia, you know, I didn't know how people would be able to handle it, especially Meredith and all of that. Because Meredith's mother had Alzheimer's. So it was, you know, she just didn't want to, she just didn't want her to know. You know, she felt more comfortable keeping that to herself. Uh, Bailey's, you know, very vulnerable. She's very upset. She doesn't know what she wants to do. She wants to be told what she needs to do. You know, you don't want to see your loved ones go away and there's nothing you can do about it. And Bailey goes back and she's checking her mom's vitals and she can see, she told Richard, I, I can see exactly what's happening here. You know, her body is actually so slowly, it's, it's shutting down. You know, it's, she's going through the process of death, really. That's, that, that's really what, to, what it boils down to. She knows that her mother's dying. She knows her mom will be making through the night. And she doesn't know what else she can do. She doesn't know. It's hard. It was it was very difficult. And ultimately, her mother did die. You know, she um, the organs shut down and she did pass away. It was so sad. It was heart wrenching. It was sad. It was just I don't. You know, I was in tears. I really was. So that really, I know it's a very, you know, my energy level for this episode is still down because I just watched it actually not that long ago and um, a few hours ago. It was just hard. It was a hard episode to watch. I, I had a hard time with it, but I did enjoy it. Um, the depth of the characters. Oh, I forgot about Karasik. Let me go back to Karasik. So Karasik um, is improved a little bit. Teddy comes in there and she's talking to him about their relationship and, you know, hopefully he can be understanding. They can continue to be friends and all of that, you know, and, and, um, Karasa comes to, and he's able to talk to her and he wants to continue the friendship. Um, but I think he's guarding his heart. I like Karasa, you know, he is the, you know, uh, the ass, if you will, of the episode. He's always, not the episode, but the show. You know, he's a difficult one. He is the one that, you know, everybody has an issue with. And, you know, but I like him. I don't like him with Teddy. I really don't. I don't, I just feel like Teddy, she's horrible. She's by far the worst person on here. You know, the way that she string people along and then she's so apologetic when she's done stringing them along. I really can't stand that, but. That's it for that. So Joe seems like she wants to do something else besides be a surgeon. Now, I'm not sure if she's serious or I'm not sure what else she's. I don't know what's going on with Joe. It's going to be interesting to see how that moves forward with her storyline. Because um, if she's no longer going to be a surgeon, then why is she still working at this hospital? She says she wants to be happy. Okay. We're going to see what's happening. Let me know what you guys think. Send me a message and uh, we'll talk later.